Hi, my name is Cassandra and welcome to Sisterhood, a weekly podcast and YouTube series where we discuss all the important issues facing the modern Christian woman from lifestyle to boundaries to social media to sex. In this week's episode, I'm sat with Lauren and Dahl to discuss the hot topic of authenticity and social media. Be real or be fake. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and make sure you do not miss the new episodes when they come out. I'll be back for a quick chat at the end, but until then, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Sisterhood. Now this week we are talking about something uh, that I love this topic. It's be real or be fake. We're going to discuss authenticity on social media. Um, So I want to just ask the question off the bat. How real are we on social media? I mean, I know you don't have social media anymore, but when you did have it, Uh how real do you think you were? How authentic? I, I think I was authentic and real um however i look back at pictures when i was on social posting on social media and think about what i was doing in real life at that time and i think my life was very different to how it looked yeah i feel like it's my social media is my personality. I post lots of jokes, post lots of silly pictures of me doing things and of me at work and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's like 25% of my personality. Mm. And the other 75%, I don't feel like needs to go online. I don't think that makes it inauthentic or like a lie. I just think that actually we need to be boundaried about choosing what we put out there. And how much of ourselves. And yeah, and, and they're the parts of me that like I love sharing with people and that people relate to and I can laugh with people and da-da-da. So that's why. Do you think that that's a lie? Am I lying? Am I, should, do I have Are to you lying? Da, the da, other da. 75% of myself <laughs> crying in the well, shower? Well, this is the thing. I mean... <laughs> This is what I did this morning. <laughs> I lamented on the floor. Yeah. And Here's the pot noodle from last night. I'm now finishing. <laughs> Yesterday's closed today because, you know. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, there is this whole thing about people only share the highlight reels. Yeah. Only the good things. Um, but that's what the problem is. That's what people are saying. No, if you just share that, people will look at that and be like, oh, is that life then? But why are we blaming, why are we blaming the platform why are people going on social media thinking that that is reality, for first, first of all? Okay. Because it's not, like, it can't be. Like you say, there's only so much you can give of yourself. And no one, well, I, I hope no one is sitting or is on social media for 24 hours a day. There'll be stuff going on in the background that you don't get to see. And, and that's, that's just how it is for everyone. So I don't think anyone should be going on thinking, like, this is, the tr- this is someone's true life, and then getting annoyed when they find out it isn't. Mm. That's lo- I think there's levels of not true life, though. Yeah. I think, like, the people who hire... you Because you can pay for an hour to sit in a private jet just to take photos. You can. You can. Yeah. And, okay, I think if you're doing yes. something like that, then that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. like, anything that you see me post is something I've actually done. It's, yeah. you know, like, if I was in a private jet, to be honest, I don't, I'm not going to be in a private jet, but, like, you know. You never know. If I'm on the train, <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I'm on the train. Wimbledon tram, right, <laughs> and I decide to post a picture of myself, it's because I was there. It's not because I ran on, took a picture, and ran back off again, mm. you know? So I feel like not everyone's obliged to post everything, but also, if you don't own that car, don't stand next to it and take a photo of yourself, Why like, not? leaning up against it. I don't know. It. Why not? Unless you're saying, like, this is my car that I've just bought, 
and you're and you're doing then doing it. If you're just posting a random picture that, of yourself and you did hire a thing for an hour and you're in it. But that's the problem. Like, okay, so you're now creating It depends the on what you're saying about your life. But, so but you think if you says, don't write the words, here's me flying here on a private jet? Well, it's a, I think it depends on the context because if I was doing it and I wouldn't... See, I wouldn't do that because that's just not in my... That's not very on brand for me. I don't even use that term. But anyway, it's not on brand for me. But if you are someone who flies a lot, for example, and you're, you talk about airlines or like comfort when you're flying, and then you have a picture of yourself next to a PJ, like, why is that? What's wrong with Sorry, that? Sorry, did you a just jet? abbreviate <laughs> private jet to PJ? You know what I mean? Private oh jet. Oh my. I feel days. like you fly in private jets because I don't feel like I'm Only someone who flies in private jets would say PJ. No, I just don't think that. I feel like. It, it's not but as that's making it's people not as... think that you then frequently use private jets and then they have assumptions about your life. Oh my gosh, how much money does she make? Oh my gosh, and that's where it starts. And where does that trail? And where does that trail end up being a negative thing? Because then they start to compare their own lives. Oh, but how why are you she? doing that? That's what the issue is. I get okay. if you get down to it. Really, I think it's negative for them, the people watching it. I think it's negative for you. I think mm. if you if you want if you're a person who feels the need to make people, give people the impression that you're more affluent than you are and blah, 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 then where's your, what okay, are you judging do, your value yeah, on and what, what, are you, what are your priorities? That. Yeah, mm. that does make sense. So I, think, I feel no. like no one wins when, yeah. we, when we literally fabricate to that extent. I think it's okay to omit, but not to fabricate because actually like it's just good boundaries and mental health not to share everything. everything. Okay, but what about if you're doing a shoot and you're then renting clothes rather than like wearing your own clothes or something yeah i think most people realize that if you're actually modeling something well not then... modeling say you're say we're presenting right we're all wearing our own clothes in the moment you think but what if one of us or all of us had had a designer had... supply clothes exactly well, that's different because it's television isn't it? it's not my personal I mean, social media, I assume if you're running your account that's you putting your things out there whereas this but is it it's I assume. I, obviously, some people don't run their own yeah. accounts, but social media, it is I my think it's media. the same. I rent dresses, but I do say that I've rented them. And I've done a big post about how I think that's environmentally friendly and we should be doing it more. And it means I've got a massive wardrobe that I didn't have before and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I guess renting clothes, renting a jet. But also, someone wearing a nice dress doesn't necessarily speak to a lavish lifestyle like somebody sitting in. I think it depends on how much the dress costs. If you're wearing Lan Van, then maybe it does. I don't know if I would know how much a dress costs, though. You know? If you're tagging brands. I'm not like, this yeah. is, I'm not like a stickler. I don't even use social media. I just think it's... Because you're coming in quite hard for this. I know. What are you fighting for here? Maybe I just sit back in my box. <laughs> No, I understand what you mean because yeah. essentially a lot of things are perception essentially if you really want to look at life like yeah. even this set was built to give off a certain perception and oh this is your Sorry. living room why are you saying that yeah, guys we are in your house we're different oh mom gosh. stop that like, <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> but everything is a is a perception. But I guess yeah. it's to the extent to which you then get sucked into that perception. And how you honest now, you are, because people watching this won't be like, oh, I thought that was Cass's house. They'll think it's a set. Yeah. It's not Cass's house. Cass's house is 
like this to be honest pretty much back on yeah it is like this modeled on this I guess yeah you have to I guess it's up to the the watcher to put things into context if you're watching things like this on television of course it's a perception social media um, you would like to think that people would know it's the intention behind it as well like no one here is trying to make out like we're in our living room yeah whereas if you're posting yourself in a jet Mm. You are. Your intention is that some people will misunderstand and think that yeah. you're in a jet. I that's, do that's agree. the. That's it. You yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Lauren. The intention. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Um, and because I mean, a lot of the younger generations. So Ofcom did a study, and the majority of twelve to seventeen year olds were confident that they could tell what is real and what is fake online. But when they actually done the tests, only eleven percent correctly selected um, in an interactive survey. What was real and what how was many, fake? So how many thought they could? Um, a majority. It doesn't say oh, the amount, but a majority of them thought, and yeah, we've 11, got this. Only wrong. 11%. When you say real or fake, are we talking like AI? Are we talking, talking like a fabricated filters? Thing. We're talking oh, filters. things that, you know, is that a real video? Is that not a real video? Was that a real prank on a couple? Was that not real? Oh, okay. So things like that. They thought, yeah, I can tell what's real and what's not. And okay. actually, they, they could not. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I would be... I'll tell you what, though. The AI stuff freaks me out. It's quite scary. The yesterday. fact that yeah, you can, really like, does. get someone's face and then suddenly they're doing something yes. or they're, you know... And obviously that could be really dark or it could just be, like, light-hearted, funny, like, oh, here's Doe on the moon. Mm. I don't care. I don't want to put Doe on the moon unless she went to the moon. So stop making a computer <laughs> generate Doe on the moon. That's how I feel Do you want to go to the moon, Doe? Not particularly. There you go. So let's not... So there we go. There's no need for it. <laughs> There's no it's, need. It's just... It is so realistic. It's terrifying. Yeah, it is. Well, look, what's it called when they make, like, versions? of your deep fake deep fake that yeah. freaks me out that is very scary like that. yeah that is really so really deep scary. fake can you just explain that what that is probably? so deep fake is when you will uh use computers to an actor will be there so someone will be acting but the face they will make it into someone else so you could yeah. be a celebrity kendrick lamar did it for one of his videos and he went from like uh jossie smollett to will smith to nipsey hustle and he rapped as these people and it was just very much like wow that yeah, I thought there. that only happened in like Mission Impossible and stuff like that. It's scary to me. I'm not seeing Mission Impossible, but it didn't happen. I was going to see it in a random spy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're really good on we spy don't films. Know. Here. Um, this is the expertise. So when it comes to online, um, one of the issues that people have is that comparisons. So yeah, yeah. as we're talking about private jets and things, people will compare, and like you said, that is, I guess, the issue. But um, is it all the also our responsibility to not give people unrealistic things to compare to. So there's another study here. Uh, 90% of women report using a filter or editing their photos to change their skin tone, reshape their jaw, their nose, shave off weight, brighten, bronze their skin, whiten their teeth, um, lip fillers, surgery, body enhancers, cosmetic procedures, all of these things. Is it our responsibility to not do things like that so we do not give people things to compare to or is it the responsibility of the person that is comparing i'm not going to talk because i don't i don't use social media right now because I, I talked a lot so i'll let you talk but i have got thoughts on this what about when you model it w would you be okay with someone tweaking your image to make your bust bigger oh, or your gosh, hips yeah. wider or change your complexion a bit my complexion no um, no, you wouldn't have an issue with that. Sorry, I would. I would be unhappy if you would my be unhappy if they changed your changed skin tone. My in skin any way. tone, yeah. Um, 
I can't. I don't know. I think with that, it would depend on the extent to which it's been done because if it was like, if I had like a huge spot on that day that I was really unhappy with personally, okay, please edit it out. Yeah, take it away, out spot. But if they were actually (laughs) changing your body in a way that that made it look like I had a bigger bum or like bigger boobs or something, I wouldn't love it. Yeah, because I've seen those images and I know I think it was Kate Winslet who really kicked up a fuss about one because they like and this was a while ago they really nipped her in and and she looked she she felt that she couldn't attain Mm. her own image she couldn't what her she would she wouldn't be able to look as good as that image that they'd edited of her and that that wasn't right so she released the original I think I can't quite remember how it all played out I never use filters on my social media and I'm conscious that I want to post with no makeup on. So I do often like go on to my stories or whatever and post no makeup on and I'll watch it back and be like, you know, there is a part of me that's like, oh, that perfection. you know, like, okay, Mm. if I just put something on just to, you know, get rid of blotches or to, you know, something to accentuate my eyes. But actually, like, I think that I, I like that people will see me with a full face of makeup when I've put effort in and gotten dressed up, but I want people to see me both ways. Yeah. You know, and I do think that's really important. And like when we were kids, we didn't have any of this, right? Mm. It was 16-year-olds teaching 16-year-olds how to do things. It's blind leading the blind. No one knew what you could look like. No one could see these like, you know, teenage influencers who just right. look like grown mm. women who yeah. were perfect makeup, amazing outfits. We were just there with our crimpers, our hair mascara, like, you look great, babe, <laughs> you know? And and I kind of like long for that day where you just yeah. work it out together without these like insane role models mm. to, to mirror. It is crazy. I remember I used a app once that changes your whole face just okay. to see... To like just slim your nose yeah, or out your lips. I literally looked at that and then I was like, wow, I look amazing. Then when I clicked on the picture, because if you held it down, it showed the original. And I was really upset that I didn't look like that. And I was like, Ooh. oh, is that what I look like? That's and then I went back to the other one. I was like, oh. And then I thought, okay, what can I do to look more like that? And then oh, I said, wow. no, Cassandra. Yeah. That's, it's okay that you look oh like gosh. a human. Because yeah. the other one was not human. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, I guess that's a self thing that you have to work out. Do you know what? I have actually used filters before on social media. And mm. the reason why is because I don't wear makeup normally. Yeah. And I can't be bothered with wearing makeup unless, unless I'm doing it for me. I can't be bothered. And it made my skin look like I had makeup on. So I was like, well, it's achieving something for me, which means I don't need wet wipes later. Mm. <laughs> that, I also wasn't that the like hiding jet? it. <laughs> Is that, is that your is version that of the PG? I, I don't know, because I also... PJ? <laughs> can I just, just to clarify, one of my friends who has got, who is very wealthy, used that in a sentence, and I was like, what, what is a PJ? And then she said private jet, and I was like, oh, and I've started using it since. So that is, ah, I'm blaming her. Okay. That's okay. where it came from. Should we start on social media then, I guess, to kind of combat people um, comparing to unrealistic standards? Should we get people to label when we filtered things and say, I thought filters already because la- when I did my Instagram stories when I back in back in the days when I was on Instagram the filter shows at the top so that won't happen anymore yes, but on posts, stories no oh, so I did it on stories you don't know if that's been edited uh, well. so should it be compulsory that people say yes this is what I have done to this picture 
do not compare yourself with this because it's not realistic at all. I don't like the idea of mandating things like that. Mm. I think that we all have to make our own decisions, but I would hope that most people would want to do that. Either not to use the filter in the first place, mm. or if they are going to, to make it clear that they've used a filter. Because I, the difference is just phenomenal, mm. you know? like, mm. And, and I, I don't think it's fair to the people who are watching it. And also we talk so much about young women. What about me? I look at these pictures and I'm like, my waist isn't small enough. You know, I'm not curvy enough. I don't have big enough lips. I don't have a defined enough jawbone. Mm. Where, where's my cheekbones? You know, like actually people who are 30s will sit around and be like those poor teenage girls. Yeah. But actually like, I'm still a teenage girl inside yeah. when I see those and I'm like, I'm not good enough. Yes. And I have to challenge that. I have to stop myself from doing that all the time. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair as well, getting older mm. is a problem to the world. But it's like all of think, a sudden... Doesn't this help? I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm so supportive of this. Doesn't this help? Because if you older people who can get on social media and are understanding, like can use all the tech, like they can then... They can then show themselves or have this version of themselves which might be what they would want to attain in real life and they then have like a version of themselves that they can look to rather than like looking for like younger models because they're like but should we be looking no, at I a mean, tweaked version of ourselves as to how we can change our appearance in real life no but the the kind of not that there's only two options but like women generally for whatever reason don't like to look at older versions of themselves we protect we like to look at or, or we are drawn more to younger what we think is like more fresh versions of ourselves and if you are older and maybe you kind of miss that you can use social media you can use filters or makeup yeah, shouldn't we be more encouraging women primarily to embrace to, oh, how we are. to be okay aging? sure because that's what i mean the issue sure is. we yeah. are now we are always pitted against 20 year olds and but that's know, not even younger and younger, but should it not be that society and us in ourselves, yeah. we embrace the fact that getting older is okay? We should do. You, silver foxes, for example, with men, when they get older, when they get their grey hairs, that's a sexy thing. But for women, yeah. it's like, ah, no, she's past it. Um, yeah, I, I know. For me, that's more like in an ideal world. Yeah, yeah, that's what we should be maybe working towards. Um, utopia. And of course, just having real <laughs> utopia. This having side real, of heaven, real... I don't know if we're going to get that. But <laughs> I think so. In heaven, you know, maybe. when they have no one will care about aging. Well, aging won't be a thing, maybe. will it? But no. There we go. But um, yeah, I, I think we need to start showing real. So, for example, I have eczema. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I had the other day, I'm not laughing because it's funny, but it was kind of funny. Um, I posted a video, and this guy commented on the video saying, oh my gosh. Has anyone seen her hands with like a vomit face? Oh my god. And I immediately was like, oh, people just don't know what real skin is, like, or just real skin conditions. Um, and people or just often, how to talk. Just how to talk. <laughs> just how to scroll past. Just how to communicate uh, with people. That's that, necessary. All of these different things. I was just like, oh. Um, and I did reply and I said, I don't think anyone really cares. Because <laughs> no one else cares. Like that, so I can't believe you replied. Don't even waste your time. I yeah. never don't replied. Waste your time. You see, I got very much like, there's days where I'm okay with it and there's days where I'm like, no, today you're going to hear me again. You're wow. Hear what okay. I say. So there's, there's days, but... I don't think I've enough. ever clapped back at someone who said something rude to me online. Haven't you? It's no. quite fun sometimes. I adopt the Victoria Beckham approach. Oh, what's ah. that? Silence. <laughs> Love a bit Love of Silence me. in the face of okay. my enemies. 
God fights my battles. Amen. There, there will be justice and I do not have to distribute it. Vengeance okay. is mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. What>? <laughs> <laughs> Energy. <laughs> you need to bottle that and sell Absolutely. that. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of God, though, so I do want to get on to how we can be more secure because uh, we are Christians. Mm. We find our security in ourselves in Christ. Mm. Yeah. How do we give this to the younger generation? What do and we, our generation, as you And said our earlier. generation, mm. and not even any, any person on the planet of any age, any species, anyone. Um, how do we do that? How do we encourage that more? I think we need to constantly reaffirm each other. Mm-hmm. It's very easy yeah. to start like spouting scripture, like, God, uh, you know, God created us in his image, we're fearfully, fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Great. I'm knew. not dismissed, they are, but I don't yeah, like yeah. people just quote scripture and like, there, deal with it. Yeah. Don't, therefore, you know, that's the therefore, answer. Yeah, mm. I think we need to affirm each other, like these kind of conversations as well, talking about yeah. um, how it's difficult, how it feels, not to, to acknowledge the fact that we might, you might post without makeup, but feel like, oh, I kind of wish I hadn't. Mm. And that's a very natural thing and be okay with that. And for us to be like, you are absolutely beautiful. And for you to hear that and that kind of thing, it's a community thing and like, just, yeah, I think reaffirmation is quite important. Yeah. Yeah. Affirmation with each other. I think I definitely grew in, I think it took me a long time when I came to faith to, to like myself, to feel like I knew myself, to love myself, to feel comfortable showing myself in different ways that weren't polished. And it's, I think it's a case of just encouraging and supporting people on that journey because the more you know Christ, the more you are developed in your faith you know and obviously it's not a it's not just a you know you it's it's a journey with with ups and downs and things but hopefully when you're really there when you're really plugged into your maker and you you're hearing what he's saying about you that stuff is just you know Mm. like heavenly mindset that stuff just doesn't matter and I'm not saying I'm there all the time I'm probably there 20% of the time when I'd love to be more but like that's it we support each other just claiming back those percentage points as we go as we grow in our faith and I think that's really important oh yes I love this this is great (laughs) (laughs) no I think uh, I think what you said about um, being honest when sometimes you might look at yourself and be like I don't like that that's a really great point. Mm. Rather than acting like that's not a thing at all, mm. um, it's acknowledging this is how I feel. Yeah. But what's above that is who I am in Christ. Mm. Yeah. Love that. Um, how, are, how honest do we... I mean, earlier we spoke about this, but I want to kind of bring it back a little bit. Um, how honest do we get with what we're going through online? So if you're going through something, is it healthy to share that online or do we keep that to ourselves? What are the boundaries that we have in place? Do you know what, right? Um, There's this whole sobriety movement that Mm. kicked off a few years ago on Instagram and social media and TikTok and and all of that kind of stuff. Um, And it's amazing. And a lot of the, it's often women, but a lot of the people who post from that are really encouraging, really inspiring. But, But often, actually, I'll see a new account crop up and it'll be like, sober sister or something and they'll and then they'll be like in their bio like three weeks sober today can't wait to share my journey with you and I'm like no wow do not put yourself through that publicly right now the first time anyone could google anything about my sobriety in that journey I was four years sober 
Wow. I really waited until I was sure I knew what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it, where I was at with God, that I was that I was on on firm ground. Mm. You know, and as with faith, you know, it's up and down and sobriety is something that you have to be conscious of and you can't take for granted. Yeah. It needs active work. Um, so you you'd never say, well, I would never say I'm like done, but I felt like I was in a secure place. Mm. I felt strong and I felt like I could share about it. So I do share about things I've gone through only afterwards and only long enough afterwards that I know what my message is. And I know that I have something to say to someone who's in that place. Because if you're still in it, you know, and I'm so three weeks sober. That's like, a really great point. Mess. That's a really Absolute great point. mess. You know? I think a lot of people may want to share that because vulnerability creates connection. Yeah. So they think sharing it in that vulnerable time is going to connect to people, but yeah. actually you could do more damage to yourself, you really can. to them, yeah. if you share yeah. it while you're in it and in the thick of it. Mm. Um, I like that point. I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Okay, it sounds like you're but, about to say something that doesn't agree with well, that. <laughs> well, because I also, so my book, Still Standing, is about the yeah. wilderness journey and being in the middle of the journey before it's like the end and perfect. So yeah. before I'm married again, before I have another baby and that. Uh, and so, and I felt it was important to share a bit about that middle part. Yeah. Um, however, I was also out of the divorce and the baby loss. Yeah. So I was writing about that after, yeah. yeah. But it was still in the middle of a journey of grieving, I guess. Mm, yeah. But I, I had, but I, I was at the end of it in the sense that I knew I wanted to say, like you said yeah. earlier. Um, I didn't feel like I was still grappling, yeah, deeply with those things. Yeah, yeah. But I still wanted people to know that I'm. It's not over though. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I guess it's yeah. it's sharing. It's sharing stuff, being vulnerable with your journey, not acting like everything is perfect, but when you're in a space to be able to take the weight of doing that, you 100%. can actually help yeah. other people because yeah. you cannot yeah. help people if you need help yourself. So yeah. Yeah. I guess that's... Uh, yeah. You summed that up so well. I, that was like, really That was good. really impressive. Yeah. Thank you, guys. you should write a little bit on the back of the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm really actually, I think I might blur. do that. You're the yeah. blur. Just start hosting yeah, like, shows and things, <laughs> yeah. just kind of helping well, us understand. Yeah. Yes. About Thank the you world. Affirmation, <laughs> you see? Yeah. <laughs> Coming back to you. Wow. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I'm looking forward to all the messages, or should I say complaints? Join in the conversation online. You can get in touch with us on our social media accounts. I am on all platforms at Cassville. I'm at underscore Lauren underscore Celeste on Twitter and Instagram. And as you heard, I am not on social media, but you can email us sisterhood at tbn.uk. Catch you next week on Sisterhood. <laughs>